What is a hug without the squeeze? In America, they'll tell you that's like apple pie without the cheese. We prefer ice cream with our pie, but we definitely like our hugs with the right amount of squeeze. Turns out, however, that hugging has been studied fairly carefully in the research. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to oyf.support. Once again, that website is oyf.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gindel from Only You Forever. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have a squeeze-tastic episode for you this week. Uh-huh. Nice word, Caleb. Thank you. This made, is epi- made it up myself. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> this is episode number 187, and today we're going to be talking about hugging. Hey there, before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we discussed love addiction. That's worth going back and checking out. And again, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us. If you're struggling with your marriage, we offer sound research-based advice. And most of all, we offer hope. Hugging. Yes. Turns out that's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So kind of starting on the uh, interesting slash funner side of things, seeing as we're talking about the art and science of hugging, the word hug originates from the Saxon word hog. <laughs> Seriously? That's like a pig. Yes, it is. Meaning to be tender to. Oh. So you need to be tender with your little piggy. <laughs> and the old Norse word, I don't know how to say a something, but I'm just going to go for it. Hogva. <laughs> Meaning to catch or seize. Not, not seizure, but just <laughs> hold on to. Hugging has been around since biblical times. So for example, the brothers Jacob and Esau, they hugged when they were reunited right back in the very first book of the Bible in Genesis near the start of human history. It's not just a modern phenomenon, but something that is a long-standing part of humanity. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have some fun, as I said, and some research with this subject today. Fun facts related to hugging. Did you know that there are some cultures who believe that hugging trees can help restore your body and mind? So in remote areas of Finland, hugging snow-covered trees is used as a kind of meditation or spiritual practice to connect with nature. Oh. And this is now becoming a tourist trade where people travel into the wilderness to hug trees. Hmm. Interesting. Then there's National Hugging Day. January 21st is National Hugging Day in the U.S. and other countries. Founded in 1986 to promote healthy expression of emotion. Huh. We got to put that on our calendar. eh? Absolutely. And of course, there's the self-hug machine called the Senseroid. Never mind what just came to my mind there. But that's a recently invented machine that creates the sensation of being hugged using a mannequin with... Uh, yourself and the mannequin having pressure receptors. And there's a jacket that you put on. I saw a video of this thing. There's a link in our show notes for this episode. The jacket has artificial muscles that constrict to give the sensation of being hugged. Huh. And the idea behind it was that hugs are better when you're hugging someone you're intimate with. And uh, who are you more intimate with than yourself? I don't think that's a great that, idea. That is crazy. Like, so go not, hug a person. With their consent, of course. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they're trying to say, now you can get the benefits of hugging without needing other people. But you got this black jacket on. You're hugging this thing that has no arms or legs or head. Well, it's just a mannequin. Well, the arms go around you. No, they? it's like the jacket you wear plugs into it. And it has like these ropey things that kind of constrict. It looks like a snake is kind of oh. cinching up on you. Uh. 
Huh. I like hugging you. Uh, likewise. I'll stick with that. What about hugging the dog? The research shows that while many pet owners like hugging their pets, most animals don't appreciate it. For example, eight out of 10 dogs show signs of distress when hugged as it restrains them and prevents them from being able to get away. Huh. So should you hug your pug? <laughs> or does he think you're a thug? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes. Don't make it too snug. Caleb. All right. I will stop rhyming. And then there's cultural rules. Hugging as a greeting, of course, can vary quite a bit between cultures. Mm-hmm. In some places, a hug with one or more kisses is the normal greeting for friends and acquaintances. In some other countries, any kind of physical touch would be an offense. Mm-hmm. In countries like France, the rules on appropriate greeting vary between cities. So what do you wow. think is the most romantic city in the world? Paris. Which has the most contact, where you're supposed to give a hug and four kisses. Really? Yes, Netherlands, Switzerland, Brittany, hug and three kisses. Spain and Austria, hug and two kisses. Belgium, one kiss. Hmm. Germany, Italy, UK, America, hug with close friends, family only. Yeah. Thailand and Japan, no physical contact, just a bow. Wow. So where would you want to live? With you. Where? Um. Well, you know what? I kind of like the hug with close friends, family only. Mind you, yes. like... I think I'd like to be married in Paris and live the rest of my life in America. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> but like when everybody you greet is hugging and kissing you, like that's a little bit inside my Yeah, I just want to take like, you know, a sanitary bubble. wipe from my cheeks. Like, <laughs> what kind of germs are you leaving on there? But that is so our culture. Hey, like you can totally tell we're from the Americas because right. that's what we like. Yes. Whereas I'm sure someone from France would be going like, oh, you know, they're so cold and whatever. Oh, yeah. No offense to our international audience, but we're pretty sure everywhere else is weird. <laughs> You're weird. Thank you. I probably need some training on cultural sensitivity. Okay, let's get into the science of that. That I think the rest of the world is weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're not weird. They're just different. (laughs) Yes. My apologies, everybody. I hereby renounce my earlier thoughts openly. Hug. Yes. So it turns out that hugging releases oxytocin. And oxytocin. Is this the science now? Yes. We're done with the art. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Oxytocin is the brain's love hormone. As we've said before, I'm sure, creates attachment between spouses. It creates feelings of affection, empathy, bonding. And that's released through hugging, holding one another. Not the only time, but hugging also activates pressure receptors. So there's pressure receptors all over the body that respond to physical touch. And when. So this is what that sensoroid is trying to do. Trying to do. When those receptors are gently activated by hugging, they prompt chemical changes in the brain, such as reducing the stress hormone cortisol and increasing endorphins and serotonin, as well as lowering heart rate and blood pressure, which is very cool. Pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Hugging also promotes support and belonging, which is interesting as well. So these... These are more conscious psychological benefits that come from hugging. A hug helps your spouse feel cared for and valued. Mm -hmm. That increases the intimacy, the sense of connection between you, the sense of belonging between you. And this normally is built into our minds from childhood through the physical contact that we receive from our parents. That's where it should come from. Hugs can also be good ways to express emotions such as gratitude. Uh, Thank you, hug, right? Mm -hmm. Sympathy, Mm -hmm. affection. Right. So it's okay. pretty neat. Like those are those are three different things that you can all communicate physically, right? Through yeah. a hug. And together these factors create a huge range of benefits that come with regular hugs. And this includes this comes from two different studies now. One, stress relief. Two, improved immune system. Three, pain relief. 
Four, reduced symptoms of depression. Five, lowered blood pressure. Six, reduced feelings of fear, isolation, and tension. Seven, enhanced self-esteem. Isn't that fascinating? And eight, muscle relaxation. Why is the self-esteem one fascinating? Like to me, they're all fascinating. I know, but you can actually touch someone's self-esteem by hugging them, Hmm. not just by words. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So your teenagers, which are like, do not want to hug, actually really need a hug. They need a hug. Huh. Still keeping it consensual, of course. So, So these benefits are felt both for the giver and the receiver of the hug. Hmm. Now, if you really want to dive deep on how to make those hugs come alive, did you know a hug contains a wealth of information about how your spouse is really doing? Like you can read your spouse. This is kind of woo, but it's Mm -hmm, true. mm -hmm. We created an additional guide for this episode. It goes into this fascinating technique called the listening hug. Using this technique, you can notice the emotions your spouse is feeling and experiencing and then help to gently erase the tension. With the hug? You betcha. And you can get that by becoming a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People smart because you figured out how to hug a listening hug Uh uh-huh i think we need to take a break so i can go read this yes you folks take a break we'll take a break and we'll be right back after this what happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality too often high expectations lead to disappointment communication breaks down and the struggles of day-to-day life become overwhelming leaving you feeling lost and without hope Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support. You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we are talking about how hugs promote a sense of support and belonging. Mm-hmm. Now, there's, as you might experience, like we talked about hugging kind of so far, but let's really bring this into the marriage department. Okay. So a study from 2003 found that regular hugging was linked to greater relationship satisfaction, to higher satisfaction with your spouse. So those are two different things to be satisfied about, Yeah. but connected, to greater feelings of love and affection, to increased trust and to improved conflict resolution ability. Now, remember, this is correlation versus causation, that whole thing, right? So whether some of these things just happen to go together, like you're better at solving conflicts, so you're more loving. So you're more likely to hug. hug, Oh, I see. Okay. Whether your hug creates goodwill so that the conflict resolution skills you do have work better. Okay. So these are linked, but they're not necessarily like Caused. caused by. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. Yep. But I'll take any excuse for having couples hug each other more, right? Yeah. But at the same time, again, did you know that frequency and duration are important? So this is not something to take casually. We're very serious about our hugging (laughs) at Only You Forever. So how long and how often? Okay. A group of researchers in 2008 found that single instances of hugs or other forms of physical touch do not reliably produce these benefits. So chip in your spouse the odd hug. Not going to cut it. Oh, so you need to be intentional here. Yes. So a group of researchers, similarly, in 2005, they took two groups of women. 
one group of women who regularly hug their husbands, and another group of women that just spent 10 minutes hugging in the research lab. Okay. And they measured the, you know, you got 10 minutes and we're going to take your blood. Mm-hmm. And you hug all the time and we're going to take your blood. Okay. The hug all the timers <laughs> uh-huh. had higher levels of oxytocin than the, I just gave you a 10 minute squeeze. Let's see what your blood's like. Okay. Folks. Okay. Okay. So the positive effects of hugging are more powerfully enhanced by the cumulative effect of regular, repeated, warm touch rather than a single exposure. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. So in other words, we want to tell you, encourage you, exhort you to build this into your daily interactions as a couple. Mm Hmm. So what if though you haven't been doing this or you just aren't great huggers? Maybe it was awkward in your family of origin. Maybe even a uncomfortable, maybe even inappropriate in some times in the past for you. So it could be a little guilt tied to a hug, right? That's made you shy away from this. Well, you know, we want you to respect your own body and your spouse's. But if your spouse is a safe person, this is something that you can learn to do well. You you know, think about opening yourself up to this some more, right? Even if it has been difficult, is there a way that you can make this safe? Is there some work you can do even with a therapist to make this more part of something available to your relationship? Okay. It could be in itself, in the right context, set up correctly with respect and agreement on how this is going to go, especially if you've had these more violated kind of things tied to hugging in the past. This could become a very healing experience. Okay. But if a lot of folks, you know, they like, don't have that, but they just, just haven't hug. been huggers. Okay. And you guys just need to start hugging. Like, <laughs> no more excuses. Okay. So again, group of researchers, they also found that the benefits of hugging and intimate physical touch can be taught. So in their okay. experiment, they taught participants about the chemical changes caused by touch, just like we've done. And they asked them to practice warm physical touch, hugging, basic massaging while talking, and while affirming their love for each other. And they taught them to, to hold each other, to have this warm physical touch for 30 minutes, four times a week. Now, when I first read that, I'm like, you mean I got to stand in one spot in the kitchen and hold you for 30 minutes? Like, <laughs> but what? Well, you just get antsy, like, okay, it's time to do something. Yeah, I like my squeeze and then move on, kind of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, we do have some little bit longer hugs, but those are like we do. many seconds. They're not 30 minutes. No, exactly. But we hold each other when we fall asleep. Right. And that's a great way to get this connection. Okay. Okay. When you're still and doing nothing and needing to calm down. I mean, what a great time to do to get all these benefits, right? Of Lower your blood stress pressure, relief. heart rate. Yes. Huh. Hug your, enhance your self-esteem. All that good stuff. Now, participants who completed these exercises in this study, they showed higher levels of oxytocin and lower blood pressure throughout the following days and weeks, showing that intimate physical touch is effective in helping couples remain happy and stress-free during day-to-day life. Huh. So if you haven't been real strong in the hugging department, we'd love for you to try this out and let us know how it goes. Yeah, for sure. The art and science of hugging. That's awesome. All right, let's wrap this up. All right. Thank you to Lolita. That's kind of a cool name. Who became a patron between this recording and our previous one. So thank you, Lolita. And we have another iTunes review, Caleb. Happy Jam 33 says, great preparation, five stars. I'm not married yet, but feel better prepared for it after listening. Now you'll be an expert hugger too. Oh, yeah. Like, could there be anything better? Yes, sex. Wow. Okay, well, next week. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes you just need a hug. Yes. No, you're right. Depends what you mean by better. Yes, true. Okay. More intense, maybe. Yes. Next week, we're talking about how to increase the love you feel towards your spouse. Well, we've already got a great start on it by hugging. Yes. But yeah, this is a good one because you actually got to feel the love. It's not just increasing the love, but it's also we're going to talk about the feeling of it. 
the recognizing of love within your body. That sounds cool. Yes. I'll look forward to that. Well, that is all for today's episode, though. You can get the full show notes at oyf.link slash 187. Find out how you can help marriages. Go to oyf.support. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Valinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to oyf.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People from Only You Forever.